Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Stuff No One Told Us About Weight Loss. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Eloise. And today we're going to be talking to you about something that a lot of people do without really even consciously thinking about it, but it's the number one thing that's actually putting the brakes on your progress. And that is the pause button mentality. Yes. And so the pause button mentality is a name that we learned from Precision Nutrition, which is who Aaron is certified nutrition coach through. And basically, it just gave us a label to this phenomenon that we had experienced ourselves so many times, especially myself, and with our clients. We'd worked through with our clients so many times that idea of stopping and starting our fitness or weight loss goals and that perfectionist mentality of being on or being off or, you know, if I didn't do it perfectly, then I may as well not bother at all. That sort of mentality is what we're talking about today. Yeah. So the the typical situation where this plays out is, let's say you are, you know, you're doing a fitness program, you're doing a nutrition program and you're going along and things are are ticking along nicely. And then something comes up with something in your life. It could be COVID. It could be lockdown. It could be you get a new job, you move house, whatever the case may be. Something comes up and it throws your routine a little bit out of the works. Mm. Now, for a lot of people... The knee-jerk reaction to that is, oh, I'll just I'll just pause what I'm doing, and you know I'll I'll pick it up at a later date, and it seems reasonable in the moment. You know, you, you go, oh, it's it's justifiable because of this thing and because of that thing, but it's really not doing you any good because it's not teaching you a valuable skill. It's just making it way harder for you in the long run. Yeah, and. It's essentially like a thought error that we're having where we think it makes sense. But actually in the grand scheme of things, if long-term weight loss is your goal, it makes zero sense at all to stop. Putting things on pause and that pause button mentality comes from the idea that there's a right way to lose weight and a wrong way to lose weight. And it's like, there's a perfect time where if things go according to plan, then I can lose weight and it will go well. Or if things aren't going according to plan, I shouldn't even try. I should just wait until things are perfect. But the problem is that like that right time never exists. The idea of life happening is essentially every single day for a lot of us because it doesn't have to be a massive event. It could just be the boss yelled at you or it could just be the kids are extra crazy today or it could just be I feel like shit today. Yeah, It could be a million things that are going to essentially throw a roadblock in your path. And it's like we need to learn how to be able to deal with all these things that will come up and still move forward towards our goals without having to hit pause all the time. If you can't actually figure out how to adjust when life gets really crazy, you know, the proverbial shit hits the fan and everything's just happening all at once. If, If you can't figure out how to make things work in those times then getting success and keeping it long-term is going to be almost non-existent because you're missing out on those almost prerequisites for long-term success. You know, the people who have got the results and they've kept the results for a long period of time, they've gone through these these trials and tribulations periods of, of life getting really tough. They've built that skill up. They've mm. been able to work it out and to adjust to get through those sorts of things. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the way that we look at this is like that being on off perfectionist mentality is like a switch so people are flicking it on when they're when things are going well and they're flicking it off when they want to take a break and resume at a later date 
or when they're waiting until the new year or waiting until Monday or whatever it is. That's an on-off switch. But the way that we like to get our clients to look at it is like a dial. So when it's up at 10, life is, life is great. Things are going well. You're able to do a lot of things. But then when life gets stressful, when all of that shit does happen and when you feel like crap, instead of flicking it off, you just turn the dial down mm. and you determine what that looks like for you. So for some people, turning the dial down, maybe they're still doing a lot of things. But for other people, when you turn the dial down, maybe it's literally you're only keeping one or two habits. You still have that mindset of, I'm still doing things for myself. Mm. I'm still showing up for myself. I'm still working towards my goals. I haven't just put it on pause and decided, well, if I can't do it perfectly, I may as well not bother and you're just giving up on yourself in that scenario. Yeah. The dial helps you not give up and just adjust the plan, which is so important. That's right. It's also very big on keeping the momentum going. When we're able to, as I always said, turn the dial down, still keep things ticking over, we're able to keep the bit of momentum that we've already built up rather than just stopping altogether. Yeah. And that's the key. Mm. So remember that what you train your brain to do repeatedly, it gets better at doing. So if we're training our brain to seek ways that we can stick to the plan, and even when things are going you know, terrible for us in that moment, it's going to get better at solving those problems. Mm. You know, when, when life throws a proverbial spanner in the works, your brain's gonna go, well, hang on, this has happened before, this is how I worked it out last time, this is what I can do this time. Yeah. That's what we want, that's the, that's the ideal situation. Mm. But if you train it the other way, and you keep hitting the pause button, you keep going like, well, we're in lockdown, so therefore that means just like, I, I can't do any exercise, I can't do any, uh, I can't eat right, I just mm. have to just throw in the towel, then you're just going to train your brain to get better at doing that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like over the holidays, a lot of people train themselves that when November rolls around, pretty much pause button on the goals until January. Yeah. And that puts you in that cycle of doing that essentially throughout the entire year. Right, Because how many of those people who stop for the holidays resume in January and then keep going the entire year? Yeah. Rarely does that happen because they're in the skill of when things get hard, I just, I just quit on myself. And that's the skill that we want to stop practicing and we want to start practicing. How can I still show up my, for myself during the holidays? In small ways. How can I still work towards my goals without fully hitting pause. With that point of how can you show up in small ways, like it really doesn't have to be uh, too complicated. So let's just say, for example, like you might be someone who is training four or five times a week. When a stressful time comes around, like four or five times a week might be really impossible for you to do. Maybe one or two might be achievable and it might have to be a shorter uh workout mm -hmm. you you have to be able to pivot and move back and forth and adjust where needed like that's still going to be better for you than completely switching off and going like well i'm just going to sit on yeah. the couch and do nothing and that's one of the things that i've really used this time around when i've been building up from doing no exercise a few years ago to now being able to do exercise every single day mm -hmm. is I used to have that perfectionist mentality, which is why I quit exercising to begin with, because I felt like I needed to quit completely. That was me doing the pause, me hitting the pause button. That was the, the worst thing I could have done at that time. And this time when I then started again, I decided I'm gonna do it right and I'm gonna use the dial 
situation and really visualize myself using a dial when things aren't going according to plan. And for me, that looks like, for example, if I'm on a great day doing an hour's worth of workouts and, you know, riding the Peloton and stuff like that on the days where I feel like crap or I've, you know, I'm working late or things aren't going according to plan. I will literally let myself do a 10 minute ride and I've made that okay. And so what that does is it keeps me consistently being active. Yeah. But it keeps me from deciding to quit. Because in the past, uh, as I said, I had that real pause button mentality and that perfectionist idea of, well, okay, if I'm following this program, I have to follow it exactly as it's laid out. Otherwise, it's not going to work properly. And so if I was missing a workout, I would completely freak out. And then it would just be like, all right, well, now I'm behind. I don't know what to do. And then I would just freak out and quit. And so I'd constantly be starting new programs all the time, never seeing the results I wanted because I wouldn't be consistent with something. Yeah, that's right. And it's it, like it's an interesting thing happens after a while of doing that is the actual feeling of starting something new becomes really alluring. And it's a, it's a yeah. draw-in factor of oh, I'm starting a new program. And this is the thing, you know, through lockdown, a lot of people were sort of saying that their motivation had dwindled and they, you know, oh, I need something to just start and need something to focus on. Like that's that at play. If you're struggling with, if your motivation is waning up and down and and you need a new program to start, that's highly likely that you've been practicing that pause button mentality. You've been hitting pause Mm -hmm. too many times. Your brain is looking for that new quick fix, that new feeling of like I've started something But then how long is it going to be until you hit the pause button again and then look for the next thing and then look for the next thing? Yeah. You know? Something on that point as well is when motivation, when we're talking about motivation and when we're hitting pause because we have no motivation, that idea is like our belief that we're entitled to feeling motivated all the time mm. and we're entitled to feeling good all the time, which just isn't true because that's not real life. Yeah. Real life is up and down roller coaster style emotions. And so if you if you think that when you start a new program, you're going to feel motivated all the time and things are going to go well for you all the time, you're essentially setting yourself up for failure from the beginning because that's not how it's going to work for any person on the, on the earth. Yeah. No human being is like always motivated. But the difference is some people, when they don't feel motivated, will turn the dial down. Yeah. Whereas other people, when they don't feel motivated, will flick the switch off and quit on themselves. Mm. That's the only difference. That's right. And that's why like a lot of, uh, you know, we're, we're coming up to the end of the year now. That's why a lot of New Year's resolution programs are so successful is mm. because they prey on people who have been playing the pause button mentality all too long. And they know like these people are hanging to, to join something new. They want yeah. that rush of dopamine. They want the rush of feel good of like, oh, I'm motivated again. I can really do it this time. Mm. And there's so many people do that. They, they, and they pause over, over Christmas time mm-hmm. and then they're looking for something come New Year's to, to start and to sort of, you know, get back into the swing of things mm-hmm. and then hopefully progress towards the goals. Whereas if you, as I said, turn the dial down over the Christmas period, you know, not completely off, you will find that you will be miles ahead of where you would be if you did hit that pause button. Mm-hmm. Miles ahead. And the reason that so many people think that they have to start again on New Year's is that they believe that losing weight over the Christmas holidays or the holiday period, if you're starting a bit earlier, 
sort of about end of October through to January. A lot of people think that it's not possible to enjoy the holidays and enjoy the break and enjoy the Christmas period while still losing weight or still reaching their goals. Yeah. And that is just a completely false belief because you certainly can still enjoy holidays and Christmas and eat delicious food and spend time with family and friends while also achieving your goals. And if you can't, it means that there's an issue with the plan. It's not a problem with Christmas. That's right. <laughs> but it's again, it stems back from like the things that we may have done in the past have really set us up to think that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, you know, conditional in mm. terms of like if things are going great uh you're going to be getting results if yeah. you know you can't enjoy the, the festive season you can't enjoy family and friends like we've been conditioned to think that mm. and that's at the end of the day that's all it is is a thought about how we perceive the circumstances around us yeah i i would also add that it's also the type of diets that most people are doing mm. if you're doing a diet where you're not allowed to eat sugar and you're not allowed to eat carbs and you can't enjoy christmas dinner like it's not on your plan then of course you're going to be not enjoying christmas but like that's because you're on a diet and you don't need to be yeah <laughs> right you can still enjoy christmas while listening to your hunger signals yeah exactly and eat whatever you like And it doesn't have to be this like specific diet because approaching the holidays with that mentality of I have to eat certain foods or basically I have to take a break and I'll just eat anything. That's just setting yourself up for that really short-lived success. You might get results in the beginning, but you're going to feel like this is horrible. I can't keep this up. I can't enjoy myself while I'm losing weight. And if you have those beliefs, then yeah, you you're not going to keep it up. When it comes to losing weight, there's really no room for perfectionism. You cannot maintain your perfectionist ideals and hope to achieve long-term success because things will never go according to your specific ideals. As we've said before, life is going to happen. You're going to need to learn how to use the dial rather than turning the switch on and off. I heard this great thing from Precision Nutrition recently where they were talking about building your fitness or weight loss routines on a house of cards. And that is what so many people are doing. It's like, okay, so I have to eat these certain foods and I have to exercise in this specific way this many times per week for this many hours and I have to eat these specific meals in this ratio and, you know, I can't deviate from this plan at all. And it's like... This is teaching them that to get in shape, you have to follow a a specific challenging plan Mm. when the conditions are perfect. And so they get really good at getting in shape when they're following this plan and the conditions are perfect. But as soon as either they're not following the plan or like the conditions aren't perfect, e.g. Christmas holidays, lockdown, busy work life, busy kids life, whatever it is, well, they can't stick to the plan anymore. Yeah. And yet so many people will still turn around and say, well, but yeah, but that's how you get in shape. You have to do these specific things to get in shape. But if you can't stick to it, then no, that's not how it works. That's right. Because (laughs) they haven't spent the time actually in those stressful situations and having to problem solve. Because mm. that's the thing. Like, exactly. I think a lot of people want to avoid the problem solving. Mm. They just and they want it want... on a piece of paper. Here's what you do. 
you know, here's the, this piece of paper's worked out for someone who's got the perfect routine, yeah. the conditions are perfect. If you just do these things, you'll you'll get to your goals. Yeah. And poor old Joe Blow comes along and he's got a, you know, a life that's like really turned the dial up for him. He can't follow these these yeah. things on the Maybe plan. Maybe his job is really stressful. His kids are super busy. Maybe he has mental health issues at the moment. Maybe he's having issues with his wife or his wife isn't super supportive right now. Or maybe his wife has a busy job as well. Yeah. And he's then having to pick up the slack there. Or maybe they're going away on holiday for Christmas and there's all this stuff happening. And yeah. he's trying to follow this meal plan written by this 25-year-old trainer who's like, yeah, just eat chicken and broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Count your macros every day. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> it's totally... It, it, it doesn't do- work. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense because, you know, the 25-year-old trainer who maybe doesn't have half as many of the demands exactly. that, you know, Joe has, he, they're just totally different. So they're coming at it from two completely different aspects. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he actually worked out how to adjust the dial and how to do things, even when his life is really stressful, mm-hmm. that's going to be a skill he can take away and use for years to come. It's going to serve him again and again and again. Because yeah. he spent the time solving those problems that seem hard in the moment, but in 10, 20, 30 years, you look back with experience and you go like, hey, this is not that hard. Yeah. You know, I've been doing it for this many years yeah. now. When, I, when life was really stressful last time, I just did this. I'll mm-hmm. do that again. Well, and that's the funny thing, isn't it? Because it's not that hard. Yeah. What is hard is all of the bullshit thoughts we have about everything and the thoughts about how we have to be perfect. That is hard. If you're sitting there trying to lose weight in this perfect way where everything goes according to plan, it's sunshine every day, your kids sit there and just do nothing, your job is perfectly unstressful, (laughs) then like, yeah, it's going to be hard if that's what your expectation is. That's right. Whereas if your expectation is like, all right, today shit's probably going to hit the fan and here's how I'm going to deal with that. Here's what I'm going to do when the kids are screaming. Here's what I'm going to do when I get home from work and have five minutes to prepare a meal for the family. Here's how I'm going to deal with it. If you've planned ahead of time, then it becomes doable. It's no longer ridiculously hard because you're prepared. Yeah. You don't have those unrealistic expectations on yourself anymore. And that's how long-term weight loss happens. That's actually required for long-term weight loss. If you don't have this mentality, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Well, I guess it really rings true, that saying of get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. You know, those uncomfortable situations and feelings, they're the best teacher. Mm. They will teach you experience and wisdom that later down the track you can then you know use and lean on and go like, I went through this and it taught me some very valuable things. Mm. I can use these again. Recognize that like half of it is, if you're listening to this and it feels all too familiar, recognize that half of it is not your fault. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, we've been through this so many times. The um, We're constantly bombarded with things like, you know, oh, let's start this new plan, this 21 day this, this four week that, mm. this six week this. Um, that's really preying on people who are hitting the pause button, who are going, Mm. oh, where's this next thing? Like that's what it's, you're being fed that all the time. Mm. Yeah. And the idea that you really learn from these times is so evident when we're going through coaching our own clients too. I've worked with multiple clients who start freaking out a little bit when things don't go according to plan, you know, yeah. maybe they missed a couple of days doing something or life is really stressful and they ate off plan a few times and they start freaking out and thinking that they've ruined everything or that they've completely fallen off track. I spend a lot of time reminding them that these are really 
valuable learning opportunities. Yeah. They're not failures. They're actually required. <laughs> if you go through a weight loss, and this is what happens as well with the clients, is a client who goes through and does everything perfectly for a set period of time usually crashes and burns after that (laughs) because they weren't being realistic. They weren't working with life as it happens. They were trying to follow things perfectly rather than adjusting it for themselves. And really that's, that's how it works is like when things don't go according to plan, you get to learn from that. Yeah. You get to figure out what adjusting the dial looks like for you in your life and with your stresses, which are unique. And you get to figure out what does my food plan look like on shitty, stressful days? What extra foods do I put on there? What does my plan for myself look like through the Christmas period? Maybe I have certain limits that I set myself. Or maybe it's simply just that I listen to my hunger signals at holiday dinners. And I allow myself to eat any foods that I want. right? Because that's a realistic plan. Whereas going into it saying, well, I'm not going to eat any of this food. I'm only going to, you know, eat this vegetables. That's not realistic. Mm. It's not setting yourself up for success and it's not looking after yourself at all. Because it's setting yourself up for really hating Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Something that's really interesting that I always remember a teacher in school used to say to us was, here's a reframe for you if you're thinking that everything's getting a little bit hard. The harder something is to learn... Like the longer it takes you to learn it, the harder it is to forget. Mm. So if oh, something so is good. going to take you a long amount of time to learn and it's going to be really tough, there's going to be challenges along the way, you will remember that for way, 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 way longer than mm. if something came easy to you. Yeah. So every time, like if you're doing, you know, one of these quick challenges and things are delivered to you really fast and it's promising really quick results, notice that most of the time like that's the reason why a lot of these results never stick around mm-hmm. because you've never had to put these practices to the test under conditions that require you to problem solve mm. so the longer it takes yeah. you know if something's really difficult like think about a time when something was really difficult for you to learn like something really basic like tying your shoe brushing your teeth when you're a little kid and you didn't know how to brush your teeth and your parents were you know there telling you like this is how you brush your teeth and uh, you know, making sure you were doing it. They were holding you accountable. They were like, you know, you have to brush your teeth. Mm. Now, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about brushing your teeth. It just happens Even automatically. Even when life is super stressful, you don't stop brushing your teeth. Exactly. <laughs> you know how to tie your shoelace. Like these are, they sound really simple mm. because you look at it now and you're like, well, it is. But at the time when you had to learn it, it was hard. Yeah. You know, Even something you, you like reading, to learning to read. Yeah. Kids spend a lot of time learning to read and then eventually it just becomes second nature. Yeah. But to that kid who first picks up the book and it looks like some crazy language. That's right. <laughs> that it feels crazy to them in that moment. They feel like they'll never get it. But then eventually they get it and most people listening to this probably got it eventually. Well, it's the same and as... And then didn't forget it. You yeah. don't forget how to read. It, it's the same as like learning a language. They always say the fastest way to learn a language is to go to the country and be exposed to people speaking that. Mm. Like that's like having all of life turn up the dial for you, mm. all of the stresses all at once, and you kind of have to just problem solve and figure out as you go. Yeah. Whereas if you're trying to do a course that's like, you know, you can learn 
uh, Russian in in two weeks, then you're probably not going to remember that stuff long term. Instead of if you went over to the country and you spent time there, you're probably going to hang on to a lot more. And you say a lot of wrong things to people, and people correct you, and you make mistakes. You chat to people, and you have no idea what they're saying, and then you figure it out over time by making a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Right. And then when it comes to weight loss, no one can seem to apply the same principles. Yeah. But I really love that example of like, yeah, the longer it takes you to learn, the longer it takes you to forget. That's right. It's such a great one, especially for weight loss, because, yeah, it takes time. Like, I'm not going to lie to you and say that you're going to do this quickly. You're not. I personally have not done this quickly. It has taken time, but I am so grateful that I've allowed myself that time and allowed myself to use the dial instead of turning the switch on and off. Because it's really the greatest gift you could ever give yourself. Well, that's exactly right. And so to recap kind of what we were talking about today, just if you took anything away, it's to work out and use the dial method Mm. of, you know, how can you turn the dial down when things get tough instead of flick the switch completely off? Mm. So guys, we hope that you got some value out of today's podcast and use that method of the dial method to adjust when things go a little bit pear-shaped in your life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll catch you in the next one.